That was Village by DJ Cutman. And now, let's move on to the show. Hello everyone, welcome to One Beat Wonders. Today we are discussing our first impressions on the recently released Playdate SDK and the Simulator, which has enabled us to play some awesome projects developed for Playdate by the community. Today with me is possibly Axolotl. Um, so anything you want to say to start off? Um, hi, I'm still me. Have you been playing uh, with the simulator um, or, or the SDK? Yeah, I've messed around with the SDK a little bit. I don't want to like make anything too big just yet because obviously I don't know how well it'll run on the real thing, but I messed around with like making a cube that moves around and some other text stuff. And yeah, um, so far um, in the developer forum, um, there have been posted a lot of really interesting demos that I want to talk about. Um, but first, I want to talk about the simulator itself. Um, so something I really liked about it, um, which I didn't, I actually begged for that feature to be implemented for accessibility on the Playdate Discord server. And that was using a regular Xbox controller stick or a, you know, adaptive controller uh, joysticks to like uh, simulate the input of um, movement and also the crank itself. Um, so yeah, um, I've been playing with like an Xbox type controller. Um, so previously with the simulator, you had to use the mouse to like control the um, to control the tilt and the crank, but now you can do those with the sticks, the joysticks. So that's super cool. Um, and yeah, that that brings a lot of accessibility to it because you know some people. Um, well, well, now now that you can customize, you know, the bindings to your liking. Um, well, it opens the door a lot for people who wouldn't be able to play on a regular play date. Um, people who, you know, can't uh, put their hands on the positions the play date requires them to. So they have to use an adaptive controller. So, yeah, I think it's cool that they can access those experiences uh, now with the simulator. Yeah. Mm, so, yeah, um, other than that, um, the simulator right now, um, because it's like very early, uh, it has a couple of little bugs, um, nothing too major. And also I was disappointed to find out that some games that were developed for previous versions of the simulator, like the beta version and stuff, um, they don't work with this new version. So I couldn't try a game I really wanted to called Daily Driver, which looks really fun. Yeah, um, I was. I wanted to try that one actually, but then it didn't work in the simulator. Yeah, there's also um, another one I really wanted to try. Uh, Minimator, it was called, and it was basically like a super minimalist um, vector editing tool, and that's something which I would have probably enjoyed quite a bit. But yeah, I didn't get to try that either. Mm -hmm. Um, so let's talk about some of the stuff we did get to try. Uh, so one of the things I enjoyed, uh, have been enjoying the most, um, 
playing on the simulator is a game called Sketch Share Solve. And that is available through itch.io. Uh, it is free and open source, actually. Um, so anyone can make like their own versions of the game. It's basically um, this... Like Picross. Yes. But you, but with the open source version, like everyone can add their own like um, puzzle packs and stuff. But even in in the base version, there's like a hundred of them, and uh, it's really really cool. Um, I've been I finished a couple of uh, puzzles already, and yeah, I really enjoy it. And it also has like a super charming presentation. Um, like you you can choose a tiny one-bit mascot um, for like your avatar and it's just really cute and also some of the puzzles are actually play date related like I, there's one puzzle early on that is a crank and stuff like that and it's really really cool um so have you tried that actually yeah i have tried that one um one thing i've noticed though is that like sometimes it's kind of really hard to tell well, cause it's like really small one bit stuff. It's kind of hard to tell what it is until it shows you this is like this or that. Cause for the first level, I had no clue what it was until the text appeared that said lamp. <laughs> yeah. It's just, um, so, something yes. I'd like to see is like, um, when you place a tile, some of them could be like different dither patterns or shapes. So even though like kind of like Pixross by, um, Kenny, where it's like, when you place the tile, it changes to whatever color that part of the art is, but instead it's a different shape or a dither pattern or something. Oh, right, right. Um, yeah, I have also heard of Pixros. Uh, it looks cool as well. Um, but yeah, uh, the really cool thing about this is like, um, you know, um, it, it's the it's the perfect game for a one-bit handheld. Like Nintendo has been doing Pixros uh, since like the Game Boy, I think. Um, or yeah, the Game Boy uh, did have a Picross version, as far as I know. Um, so yeah, those kind of um, puzzle games that are like Sudoku and stuff like that. I don't really like Sudoku, but I like uh, several games that are like Sudoku for some reason, <laughs> um, including Picross. Uh, so Not yeah, it's a it's a really cool game to have. Uh, you know, um, on the go like uh when whenever you're like waiting for someone and stuff uh, i think it's a perfect fit for the play date um also um or, oh yeah i tried anything else you want to say about sketch your soul for p cross and all that stuff or um i don't know they're they're yeah <laughs> it is pretty cool i like that um, it has like a built-in level editor thing. So you don't even have to mess with the source or anything. You can just create a level right in it, which is pretty right. cool. Right. I think it will be like one of the, you know, most download titles from each.io for the play date. Um, one thing I found weird was that there's absolutely no sound. But yeah, it's, it's not, yeah, that would have added a lot of charm, but it's not like a deal breaker or like, anything major and also anyone with the source code can make a version that has like cute beeps and boops and stuff uh, <laughs> so yeah uh, it, it's not a big deal like um 
but still uh some cutesy sounds here and there would have been cool but yeah overall um i or, or like music uh yeah that also uh, could have been great but it, again it's not like a necessity like the base game uh is there and it works great uh, so and it's charming like it has some uh little details here and there that are, that are pretty cool um so yeah it's a really good version of picross on the play date and if you have the simulator which well it's really easy to get uh Anyone you should can get it. check it out definitely um also talking about each.io uh there was a recent uh bundle for ukraine uh to those who don't know uh each.io every well basically every time um there's a situation that needs um you know uh, a lot of uh, help like monetary help and stuff um they do these donation bundles um they did one i think the first one was for uh, uh, racial justice and equality that one no that was the second was one that, that uh, they did one for Co yeah they did one for covid but which was like very mm -hmm. small but the the racial justice bundle uh and this one uh they have been huge like in terms yeah. of the amount of games and like really high quality games there's been a lot of them there was also one for palestine um but that one wasn't as big as this one uh, like in terms of the amount of games as far as i remember but it was also it also had some uh gems uh so yeah uh does this pretty often and i think it's about to end but so far they have collected around five million dollars i think um and yeah i wanted to talk about some of the stuff that's there um, there's a one-bit tile set by T Ceratops um, and that you can use on Pulp games. And Pulp, well, it's the engine that the tiny engine you can you can use for like very simplistic playdate games. Yeah, you can you can get an asset pack uh, that allows you to make Pulp games by T Ceratops on the Ukraine bundle. I will have a link in the description of the podcast uh there's also a game called imaginaria um which is one bit and it looks interesting uh it's i think related to the arctic and something along those lines uh it's like a narrative adventure uh but yeah it is one bit and it looks interesting as well uh also a link of course um and there's also the canary pack for one bit top-down games so Canary Pack, well, they do a bunch of um, asset packs that anyone can use for games. And here's one that's one bit for top-down titles in case you want to do anything in the Playdate SDK or maybe you want to make something uh, for, for, your, for, for Steam or even for Switch. Uh, yeah, you, I think you can actually use them for commercial purposes. Uh, so that's really cool. Um, and there's also a lot of stuff that isn't one bit. Uh, like there's Baba is You, a game I talked about, I think, in the last episode, uh, which is a game I really enjoyed, a game I think that would fit perfectly on the play date. Um, 
yeah, uh, it's there. Uh, among other games, um, there are yeah. some real gems there. So you should check it out. Like, um, I immediately, like by the time I post this podcast, because it's about to, you know. Uh, yeah, it's ending very soon. Mm -hmm. For four hours. Oh. Oh, damn it. <laughs> okay um just gotta really rush this okay just wait for the okay that no uh, there's probably going to be another bundle at some point helping another cause like yeah. at this point they are like uh you know much much better than humble bundle like both in the way they they do things like they actually give 100 of the profits towards uh you know those causes and also the amount of games like uh, with humble you get like uh what four games and like only 10 percent of it goes to the causes you choose and with each io you get like dozens and dozens and yeah mm -hmm. What I find kind of interesting is that um, all of the games are donated into the bundle by the developers. So developers yeah. have donated 998 things into this one bundle. Yeah, that's insane. Uh, so um, yeah, moving on from the H.I.O. bundles, which you know I really like them. But yeah, here's another thing that's also available on H.I.O which is the Playdate Digest magazine, um, well, the second issue by CXATO or Gato, uh, basically cat in Spanish. Um, well, it's a scene dedicated entirely to Playdate. Uh, it's the second uh, one they've done, of course. Um, and yeah, there's some interviews here and there and some uh, like little articles and stuff so if you're a fan of playdate yeah you should definitely check it out um we were also featured on the first uh scene uh like there was a little um you know advertisement quote unquote uh, of one bit wonders uh so yeah uh, we do a bit of cross promotion here and there because uh we have like very similar sort of um projects uh, to inform people on everything around Playdate and One Beat and all that. Um, so another uh, title, uh, well, this one isn't from H.I.O. Um, it's called Poly Rolly Rumble, and it's like Kirby's Tilt and Tumble, but designed for Playdate. Um, so that's a game which I think has a lot of potential. But uh, the current version has several issues. One of them um, being uh, some very, very weirdly placed uh, invisible barriers, like things you thought you were able to jump, but uh, you have to go a different way because there's an invisible barrier, like um, in places that really don't make sense. Uh, so I think that's something that should improve from a game design perspective. Um, but you know, the gameplay of tilting the play date and jumping and, be and beating enemies that's really fun. Um, but yeah, the level design and the sprites, I think, need some improvement. But the core gameplay is uh great. 
I don't know if you've tried Poly Rolly Rumble. I haven't been able to try that one. I haven't oh. seen like where that one is. I don't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's yeah. That's a game I'm keeping an eye on. Uh, it could be really cool. Uh, right now, um, you know, it's a bit rough around the edges, but it has potential. Uh, there's also World One One recreated for Playdate. Now, with World War One One, I mean the first world of Super Mario uh, Bros. for the NES. Um, it's been re recreated in one bit. Like, um, I think if they open source the engine, then every they could make the entire game. <laughs> and yeah, I, I hope they do that. <laughs> Actually, but, I'm pretty sure that one's included in the um, example project. So I think everyone oh, has the source. Right. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So now everyone can make their own Mario levels. That's yeah, because awesome. I think it. Um, if I check real quick, I'm pretty sure it even has some level file in it. That's how it gets the level. So you could just write your own similar hmm. level file to do it. That's great. Um, but you know, people would need to program like the other enemies and stuff, but and also the the fire flower, all that, but. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, it's still really cool that there's like, you know, a Mario level with proper physics on the playdate already, and there's a lot of potential, you know, with that um, to recreate some of the fan favorite uh, Mario levels. Um, yeah, and and also new ones. Uh, Everyone's favorites be... are the underwater ones. <laughs> yeah, everyone's favorites, of course. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, I really look forward to, you know, more levels being done, uh, by some developer at some point that would be nice. And, you know, of course they would have to like, um, uh, you dress some things up. So like, it doesn't look like Mario, like, uh, <laughs> because Nintendo, you know, how trigger happy they are with their yeah. uh, yep. <laughs> cease and desist. Um, Oh, this game features a character. We invented characters. Wait, Assume. there's a mushroom? <laughs> no, no way. Impossible. Yeah, so uh, there's also one called Flippy Fish. I think that one also came included. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like a Flappy Bird clone, uh, but with fish. Um, there's also one called uh, Craner which is similar to Flippy Fish, but instead of being like Flappy Bird, it's more like uh, the Dino game from Chrome. Mm -hmm. um, but it has some really, really cool sprites. And uh, I think it's very polished uh, in that sense. Like it's very simple, but it's polished. Um, but yeah, there, there's not much to it. It's the Dino game from Chrome, uh, but it has like a crap and it's in one bit. Well, the other one is also in one bit. <laughs> so it kind of has to be. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh yeah, there's also one project that is Drum Machine, which basically allows people to create beats on the playdate. Um, so I think um, that one will probably catch the attention of DJs and people who like making electronic music. So yeah, it's really cool that uh, we already have that tool. Um, 
there's of course going to be way more advanced uh, music production tools in the future, uh, mm -hmm. I imagine, um, primarily by, um, you know, developers like um, Dustin Miro, who is doing Playmaker. Well, there's like, uh, you know, a Mario Maker style uh, music creator on that. And yeah, yeah I, I think we'll, I think it will have, uh, maybe we even see something like Nano Loop uh, ported or something at some point. Who knows? What would be kind of interesting is, you know how the analog pocket, if you plug that into your computer, you're supposedly able to do some like chip tune. Um, yeah, chip tune and stuff. And you can like yeah. use your analog pocket to do stuff in your like computer software, your computer music software. Mm -hmm. That'd be kind of cool to see something like that with the Playdate, where you can like use the crank to like mess with the pitch or the tone or something. Yeah, that would be really cool. So um, another game, uh, well, I didn't really get to, well, no, no, I did try it. Uh, so, well, it's called Hammerdown. It's super basic. It's a game and watch style game, um, but I don't think the, the interesting thing really is the game itself, but the fact that uh, game and watch style games are so perfect for the playdate and they are so doable. Um, and didn't you know, they, Hammerdown is proof of that. Yeah, didn't they even say in the um, Panic podcasting the original idea was a sort of Game & Watch type thing? Yeah. So I guess um, it was kind of made around that. I really wish to see stuff like ports uh, for like uh, really um, classic uh, Game & Watch games, um, but remade for the Playdate. I think that would be great. Mm -hmm. um, and we could also see like other LCD games, um, maybe ported over, like some classics or, yeah, um, LCD, uh, old school LCD games and Playdate. Yeah, they, those games really translate well to the sharp memory display. Um, so I think we will see more of that. Uh, like, it is just um, something that, uh, yeah, I, I really wish to see, like, uh, maybe someone creates, like, uh, maybe a little engine for making um, these LCD-type games, like, tra translating them to the Playdate. Uh, that's something along those lines, like, um, mm -hmm. I think it's one of those genres that uh, really, really work well for Playdate. Um, and another genre, well, is the puzzle games, like, uh, you know, the Sketch Share Solve, which is Picross. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like Pulp, that's like the perfect thing for a Sokoban type thing. Yes. Uh, I think they, the only problem uh, with Pulp, like for um, games are, is, the resolution so if your game uh kind of requires uh some things to be high res um that's where you likely have a problem with pulp but if you don't need that like with sokoban you don't really need high res um but like if you did baba is you well baba has uh, a lot of text so um like not not, not just um you know dialogue or no there's no dialogue but there's like a lot of text on the on the boxes and 
I'm, I'm not sure how easy it will be to like, um, well, uh, I don't know, like it could work on pulp, uh, Babaiju, but uh, I'm not sure if the text would be legible because there's a lot of it in that game. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, so anything else you want to uh, say about the SDK or the games you've tried? Um, well, with the SDK, like I haven't done much with it, like I said, but I think from what I've seen, it's really cool. Um, I don't know if this is a common feature with like SDKs and stuff because I haven't messed with them much. Most of them are like really closed, but um, I really like how you can like create functions in your script and then with the built-in terminal, you can like type those in and make dev commands and stuff without needing to do any extra stuff. It's just, I like that because it's like really useful. I can skip levels or remove the player or whatever. Yeah. Um... Some things I'm actually terrible at are uh, programming and music. Like I can do pixel art, I can do vector art, I can do writing, but programming are mu and music are not am amongst my strengths. So uh, I cannot like um, say much about the programming experience, but from what I've heard, yeah, it's really good. Um, and it's really intuitive. Um, you know, of course, not as much as pulp, uh, but it's way more powerful than that. So, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> mm, so this this I think will be a very short episode um, because uh, really there's um, well, uh, developers are just getting their hands on the SDK and they have only published like a couple of noteworthy demos um to talk about um so oh yeah there's a rig roll by the way um someone like made a synthesizer thing or something and when you open it it's just rig roll um, oh, oh yeah <laughs> um but yeah uh so far like uh, if you go on the developer forums there's like uh really few demos um but there's a lot of development like some people have uh developed uh several games but they just don't have the demos available yet or they are outdated demos which unfortunately mm -hmm. don't work in this version of the sdk and the simulator um I will say to be careful when running demos if you're not sure what version they're made for because they can like really freeze up the simulator sometimes. Yeah. 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 I had um, to reinstall it because of one of the demos because it was too old. Oof, yeah. I think I have to do that as well. Uh, I don't remember. Uh, like, no, no, no. I didn't have to reinstall it, but I did have to like locate some weird file and something along those lines uh, to like reset it um, yeah mm -hmm. uh, so um, something I really wish to see at some point is like um, the SDK giving access to things like Bluetooth and Wi-Fi I think that's when they will get really really crazy and where when we will see some more uh, utility kind of projects like maybe one that allows you to play mu music from your personal cloud on your play date or stuff along those lines. Um, yeah, there's a lot of stuff I really want to see, like an RSS reader. Um, 
RSS aren't that yet. Like um, I still use them uh, on my Pebble watch to read news, but it will also be cool if Pebble has one on. Yeah, I just uh, think that's something that at some that will come at some point, like the ability to be able to do things with Wi-Fi and Playdate, but not yet. However, uh, the development going on for it uh, is already pretty exciting. Um, and I think we will just keep seeing more and more of those kind of games. Um, mm -hmm. So that's uh, really promising. Like the fact that we have so many cool demos already uh, speaks uh, a lot of promise. Um, so I'm really excited. Uh, another, yeah. Um, so there's another uh, final topic I want to discuss. And that's like the future of this channel. So um right now well this podcast i mean um there's a little uncertainty on like my ability to be able to cover um you know the play date uh games as they come out my plan was to cover um every week of um play date games and make uh one minute reviews for them um like you you know like playdate week one uh and we review the two games that come out and then playdate week two and yeah every week like we do reviews of the two games that come out that's something i really want to do um but unfortunately i live in mexico and you cannot order a playdate here um, uh. yeah uh. so i'm not sure i'm gonna be able to do that i contacted panic to see if we could figure something out but they haven't answered yet so that's a bit of a bummer um but i don't know uh well if anyone is like on the you know q1 of, of playdate and they want to do their reviews uh for me if if i don't get like to talk with panic and figure something out um well if anyone is on q1 and you are on the playdate discord well, it's, it's really easy to find me, contact me, and maybe you can be the one doing the reviews every week. Uh, I actually am in the quarter one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but I'm not sure. Do you, would you like to do them? Or maybe it's something you want to think, think about. And, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, well, right now you are like uh, one option I have to keep, uh, you know, um, up to date uh with yeah. play date games um so yeah i'll keep you in mind um so that's that's good to know <laughs> but uh yeah um so i think uh that covers it for now um for this show um is there anything else you want to say um well when we well when we went over the bluetooth wi-fi stuff I wouldn't even be that interested in like seeing a lot of tools. What I want to see the most of is like, you know how on the DS you had like download play games. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah I'd like to see something like that with the Bluetooth or something where you can connect play dates and then you can play games with each other like through that without they, even needing Wi-Fi. They could send like, um, well, no, no, I was going to say they could send the full game, but like, I think that will only be feasible if it's a free game. Um, Otherwise, or or like maybe like the guest passes that Nintendo mm -hmm. uh, 
bid for clubhouse games um where you download the entire game but you can only play it multiplayer if someone else has like a full copy um, yeah maybe like, something uh, along those lines like i know with the most of the kirby spin-offs like on switch even if you download the demo you can play it with people who have the full game which would be really cool to see with like playdate games too yeah definitely um so well for me that's uh, i think i've said um all i wanted to say in this episode so let's finish this up and um thank everyone for coming in that was all for today thanks for tuning in to one bit wonders we'll be back with more one bit goodness really soon <laughs>